warning, the following episode is graphic and is not suitable for children. This episode heavily pertains to themes that may be upsetting, including torture and sexual assault. Listener discretion is advised. back to the murder library episode 11 part two of david parker ray i'm megan i'm zach i'm olivia i'm jimmy i'm taylor and i'm austin (laughs) (laughs) so just to do a quick recap we just finished up learning about cynthia v hill and her amazing escape from three days of repeated rape and torture um there are obviously more women, not just Cynthia V. Hill, based on the tapes. Um, and we haven't even talked about his toy box. So, let's get oh, into joy. it. Oh, joy. I can't wait. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, after the investigator heard all of this information from Cynthia, he goes back to David Parker Ray and Cindy Hindi, who... <laughs> Cindy Hindi. Still at the boat center. Um... They both claim that they kidnapped Cynthia, but under the purpose of aiding her to kick her heroin addiction. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what it is. <laughs> Aren't you addicted to heroin? Well, we'll kidnap you. We're going to chain you up and <laughs> rape you like, to fix you. That's like Ooh. some uh, Saw inspiration, too. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. Yeah, some of these uh, film companies Maybe. are oh, familiar. Like a, bunch of, a bunch of movies and stuff take stuff from true crime. Yeah. yeah. True. All right. Um, obviously nobody bought this. Both are charged with one count of kidnap, one count of assault, one count of criminal sexual penetration, two counts of conspiracy. Um, after charge, they are transferred to Sierra County Criminal Detention Center, and they immediately stop cooperating and talking at this point. Shocker. Yeah. So March 23rd, 7.30 p.m., the search warrant for David Parker's Ray property was approved. Um, it's a roller coaster from here, guys. Yeah. I'm guessing. Yep. His home was a double wide trailer, disgusting, covered with trash. It had a master bedroom, a smaller bedroom, a kitchen, living room, and one bathroom. So, this is an SM scenario. So, was the master bedroom actually the master bedroom, or was it like <laughs> my master's bedroom? I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> Jimmy. Jimmy. I think his master bedroom was the toy box. Oh, so no, the, no, 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 no. The clothes Cynthia had been wearing the day she was kidnapped were found in the bedroom, along with a ton of others. There were a total. Of 401 items that did not belong to David or Cindy. So trophies. Fuck. Lots and lots of women's jewelry, clothes, and accessories. Yep, trophies. The house sounds horrible, if you remember from last episode. You said 401? 401. (laughs) 401 Dalmatians. (laughs) And how long of a time span was it? He's been doing this since he was (coughs) in his, like, nineteen twenty. Well, he, uh, you know, confessed so. about his first murder or bragged about yeah, it in his teen. teens. Yeah. yeah, so there's... And now it's unsure exactly how many victims and exactly how long, but he's pretty much been doing this his whole life. Oh, my God. And he was born in 39, so... Yeah. So he's, what, he's like 60 at this point. He's yep. pretty well-seasoned. I just I just want to go on record Sorry. here because That's okay. I, just didn't I, I, feel, that. I feel like we're getting close to the toy box thing. Oh, we are. We're like, and two I really feel in. like we need to reference the movie <laughs> Seven. It just what's in the box? <laughs> <laughs> and then Woody's like, "There's a snake in my boots." Oh. <laughs> so good. <laughs> <laughs> so outside of the house. And beside the house was a 25-foot white semi-truck trailer with a huge steel deadbolt on the door. They have to have a locksmith come unlock it. Sus. This is his toy box. The 25-foot white semi-truck trailer. That's a big toy box. I could keep so many Ninja Turtles in there. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so he... (laughs) Fuck Jimmy. (laughs) 
my god. <laughs> so oh. he made this toy box beginning after his brush with the FBI after his daughter like complained about him. He used his mechanical skills and his passion for violence to make kind of a makeshift laboratory. And he got to work. He installed an AC in the building, in the, like, um, structure. structure. Yeah, great word. The toy box would be a work in progress over the coming years. It's estimated that he put over $100,000 into it. It was escape-proof, soundproof. It was it had a reinforced frame and a deadbolt lock. Mm-hmm. There were drawings of women in torture. Um, there were medical cabinets. Um, there was like a coffin-shaped box in there as well with um, chains and all that kind of stuff to seal them in. When you go into the toy box, there was a sign that said Satan's Den and the bondage room. They meet the main creature. Front and center, like a throne, was a DIY, hold on, gynecological chair. Oh, man. No. It was... Little darling, stirrup. <laughs> oh. I'm going to fight you. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, just for context, he just can't help it. He's like a total pun master. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We've, and we've, we're we've, all uncomfortable, so it's a way of yeah. comedic relief. We, we've warned them in previous episodes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we we joke and about I hope some of the bad stuff. Starting on this, yeah. 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 We'll, we'll, we'll if you're it. joining in for the first time, welcome. <laughs> <laughs> we'll edit we're sorry. <laughs> so, the gyno chair was black. Has... Gyno chair has like a superhero name. What? The chair. I mean, that's what, what, what we call it. it. He wouldn't know. Gyno chair. Know. <laughs> so for okay. those of us that okay. have vaginas, yeah. that's a pretty common term. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, yeah. I went to the yeah. gyno, the oh. gynecologist. I'm just going to take my toxic masculinity and You're leave the <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what I just did. Until I did it just now? Okay. So it was black. It had. What was black? Stop! The gyno chair. Oh, the gyno. What? So you couldn't even see it in the dark? Okay. I mean, the walls were white. So. But Stay on task, Jimmy. I'm trying. The chair was black. It had stirrups, cables with electrodes, straps. I believe the straps are red. It was on a small track on the floor that allowed it to be slid backwards and forwards. On the ceiling above the chair was a large mirror so that the victims had to watch themselves. Oh my god. Mm -hmm. Uh, Uh, I I agree with that statement. Get out out of my house. (laughs) You invited us here. Uh, I'm so uncomfortable. (laughs) Proceed. So... Every square inch of the walls, ceilings, and shelving were covered in various methods of torture, including leg spreaders, branding iron, leather belts, paddles, clamps, sandpaper, saw blades, needles, suction cups, forceps, Sandpaper? Yeah. And... Uh, it also had speculums, the things that are used during wait, this wait, pap wait, smear. Wait, start, start over. Start, 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 start naming those the things list. again one more time. Just one more time for me. All right, one more time. Right. Leg spreaders, burning iron, leather belts. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Sorry, I really felt like you were rapping at me. <laughs> I told y'all, he can't. You can't help it. You can't help it. That is awful, but honestly... No, he's fucking terrible. Excuse me. I agree with Austin. Like, sandpaper. Oh, my God. God. Yeah. Yeah. Goodness gracious. I feel like we need those, like, Um, comedy distractions. Yeah, it's Yeah. That's not fun. Yeah, yeah. that's pretty much sandpaper. Yeah. On a swab. Yeah, it's not... That's exactly what it feels like. Okay, well, welcome to this. A little bit of sandpaper inside of you, just like... Oh, yeah. 
I mean, yeah, you're I sounding have, to the max, yeah. I guess. I mean, you know, I, I know. Asked, I'm just sitting here like, <laughs> I was like, how big is that thing? How have I gone through my and life to not that know this? She told me that it wasn't uh, bigger than the average human phallus. Oh, okay. Um, what? It's just oh, a matter. It's it a matter of. Like... It's a matter of being comfortable. Like when you're uncomfortable, you're I'm like. Yeah. And you don't know yeah. the person. Yeah, yeah you're uh, a little yeah. extra tight. It's all metal and cold. Yep. This I actually like, had a GYN that would warm it up. I did. That's so nice. It was. <laughs> what? It was. Okay. I just want to say. I just want to say that there's three women here and three males here, it and this is this is this is like Women's World 101 right now. <laughs> Like, cause honestly, you guys lost me a gyno chair, <laughs> and we're just sitting here in wonder <laughs> and sheer shock. I'm yeah. so sorry. This yeah. is yeah. and well, that's at least oh. no less than once a year. God. Which, with that oh, being said, with 2020, oh no, that's like yeah. every at least every yeah. month, every yeah. couple weeks. All right, and back my crotch to the hurts for give you. Give you like mucus, Damn. like test your mucus. Oh. Yeah. yeah. And back to the toy Back to the toy box. Welcome to the murder library. So, <laughs> the ceilings and walls had horrors of pulleys, weights, gurneys, pliers, clamps, whips, scalpels, chains, and padlocks on them as well. Swiss um, Army toy box. <laughs> there were several syringes and bottles of ammonia and chloroform. There were also a shit ton, and I mean shit ton of sex toys, not just regular ones, ones made of wood, oh. metal, and plastic. So the fun ones, and then the not fun ones. So oh. yeah, and he just had stuff. Him. He had stuff that yeah. he was using. He had a lot of stuff. So, uh, worst, that, that. worst of all, Oof. worst of all was a 15-inch motorized dildo that was attached to a motor and with a switch that, switch that had three levels buzzer light and probe yep. what yep. <laughs> i don't even know how to process that what? attached to a motor attached to a motor attached to a motor i i know they Not make those things but i can't imagine how horrible a homemade one of those would be Oh, just, this is bumming me just out. Just you wait. Oh, we're about to find out about the Ford Mustang. Okay, so <laughs> I I guess it, but, it oh. really wasn't a joke last episode with the motorized Sibian. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, but, um, so I believe it's that one that um, also had nails um, melted onto it. Oh, oh my god. To Ugh. tear up the inside and the thighs, y'all. No, it just I made have... my stomach hurt. Yep. Yeah, I'm oh. supposed to sleep tonight. Nope. <laughs> yeah, no, that was that was the plan. So, there were also ropes, pulleys, handcuffs, and chains hung everywhere. One corner was a wooden contraption, seemingly handmade, used to forcibly bend a victim over to rape them. There were medical books on anatomy, porn magazines everywhere. There was lipstick, mouthwash, perfume, shampoo, and baby lotion. I uh, I don't know how to process <laughs> that sentence. <laughs> the a, baby lotion really <laughs> tops it off. Oh, God. A, um, a cork board had photos <laughs> of other females being tortured, as well as drawings of torture that were done by David Parker Ray himself. Because he loved to draw. Along the walls were also medical photos of anatomy, detailed diagrams of method of torture. Mm. Artwork, guys. It's for Um, education, probably. There was was also a large metal drawer that pulled out to reveal a slab like you would find in a morgue. Um, Oh, so he was, like, keeping around for a while, like... It said later on, some women he would keep for months. Oh, fuck. So there was also a piece of paper with a list of instructions that detailed how to use a mechanized tool to inflict max damage to a victim's breasts. It said, quote, this process is very painful and due to the constant motion, the body will not adjust to the pain. 
During the operation, the subject will remain in extreme painful duress. End quote. Oh my god. Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ. A sign above these oh. said the lure of Satanism. He also had two fake skulls with candles, like you would find in like a 16-year-old's room. <laughs> Hung on one wall was a long black robe with a red cape with a Barbie doll wrapped in chains. A clipboard with a list of names along with it was also a piece of paper with words of encouragement. Not for the victims, but for David Parker himself. So not like like the kitty hanging from the rope poster. Hang in there, there, buddy. Nope. These were sort of affirmations for himself. Like, not Anything like you can do it or like hang in there, but things that like that said, quote, remember, a woman will do anything to say anything to get loose. They will kick, scratch, offer money, bite, yell, beg, scream, run, offer sex, threaten, lie, wait for opportunity. Standard excuses are sob stories, menstruating, pregnant, venereal disease, AIDS, sick, kids with babysitter have to work, a sick baby, sick parent, claustrophobia, Missed by husband or friends, bad heart, can't miss school. Don't let her get to you. If she is worth taking, she is worth keeping. And she must be subjected to hypnosis before the woman can be safely released. What the Never Jesus. trust a chained captive. So he, he basically right. shit. He had, he had He's a, like, don't get don't get a consciousness. Part no, right no he, yeah, basically he had a checklist of just like any and every <clears throat> excuse that somebody yeah. could have. Just oh, so, so he most likely probably excuses that, he's been given. Yep. Yeah, yeah. He, things like, that people said. He can just get straight to murder, uh, like no fills, just just right to. Well, it. not straight to murder, uh, no, straight to torture. Yeah, oh, okay, like, sorry. Yeah, oh, so he gets his rocks off. Yeah, keeping women around for months. And I feel worse. I feel <sighs> worse. So, um. One thing in the tape, he also said that whatever you say, I won't believe it, it won't work. Um, there was also in there an old TV attached at, um, to the wall at the foot of the chair um, that also had a video camera aimed at the chair that was on a tripod. Mm, yup. Yep. So the trailer was soundproof. Um, it's also guessed that he filmed every single session that he had in there. He would sell footage of his um, to the dark network of contacts that he had in the underground bondage world, um, and they were like interested in like extreme torture and snuff footage. Mm. His victims would be kept anywhere from just a few days to three months. Um, they were kept in unimaginable conditions. He would always clean up, leave no evidence made sure that none of his victims could be identified in the footage. Like, he always made sure that their faces weren't in it. Um, and, like, yeah. He would keep them until he got bored of them. Fuck. No one ever saw the toy box unless you were a victim or captor. Uh, it was also, um, he found, like, he found what worked and he did just that. He would duck from the road the bar, he would lure prostitutes into the RV like he did with Cynthia. He would beat them, take them back to his home, um, keep them ta- captive, chained to the bed, do un- unimaginable things to them, blindfold them, bring them to the toy box, remove the blindfold, strap to the chair, look around, and like see all of what I just described. <sighs> then he would play the tape for them. Um, he kidnapped women so frequently that he got tired of giving instructions thus making the tape um and again like you can find the transcript online (laughs) i feel the same buddy he read Um, the he read the transcripts yeah he wasn't impressed so um at the end of their stay they would be thoroughly washed scrubbed of any possible dna Given the clothes that they arrived in, after having been naked for however long they were there, because they were never clothed. Never. Um, they would be given a cocktail of a of very powerful hallucinogens um, that would make them forget the whole event entirely. Jesus. 
What? These victims would possible. Oh, it is. <laughs> it's just like we have a victim that comes up that tells her story. It's very possible. Um, I have the actual drugs in a little bit. Um, so they would not be able to identify what even happened to them or explain to loved ones why they hurt all over or where they had been. Um, so this is what the FBI found. They start going to town, gathering and processing evidence. The behavioral science unit was called in as well. Um, there were over a hundred officers and FBI agents that ended up swarming the town. Um, news reporters and helicopters just kept flying over trying to get this because it's just fucking mind-boggling. Investigators divided the property into eight different search areas, and they had, um, like I said before they got into the toy box, they had trouble getting into it because the keys were missing, so they had to get a locksmith, um... So, 36-year-old agent Patricia Rust, she watched um, the monitor as they loaded the first of hundreds of the videos that they found inside. Yeah, somebody else watch all of that. Yeah. Um, they were God. initially shocked and disgusted with the things that they saw, obviously. Um, oh they God. spent years, like, covering some of the worst things, and none of that prepared them for this. Um, so they eject the video and they leave the toy box. Um, one, one person vomits. Patricia Rust, Patricia Rust was asked to go back inside and make sketches of everything that she saw for evidence. She spent hours. That's somebody's job. Can you not just take pictures of it? She spent hours sketching everything, detailing everything. I could only imagine. I can't. Uh, I can't imagine being an artist and having to like just sketch That's like the pure job, pain yeah. and torture of like another person's existence. She, I mean, there are people that you know sketch like court dates and mm-hmm. stuff like that like that's that's oh. a whole thing mm-hmm. yeah she, in addition to photographs she spent five days on this turned it in she was told to go home and get some rest she returned to family in el paso texas and just before midnight she took a revolver out and held it against her head and killed herself oh my goodness so this is when kind of Cindy Hindy starts talking. She agreed to be interviewed by the behavioral science unit. She decided to come clean. She said she knew David was dangerous and sick. He informed her of all the sick shit he had done, but you know, you're still fucking stayed. I'm sure she's just a victim. Right, guys? (laughs) She's just another victim of his. For a second, I thought you were serious. (laughs) (laughs) You really has me there. (laughs) Not gonna lie. (laughs) She said that David felt like he owned all women around him, that they were around for the sole purpose of giving him pleasure. Okay, can I I just take... And I know that the people listening can't see this but if you just google david ray parker and you david know parker ray, but... david parker ray <laughs> well this is what he looks like yep i'm gonna put it on our instagram so you yeah guys now we'll put a set like. up just a quick link this this is that guy and it's just that's who you have torturing you for oh. it's like if del Earnhardt. and cindy was <laughs> obsessed with him like she what? was enamored God. She's also not a looker either. And they okay. were in Elephant Butte. <laughs> so let's, you know, keep that in mind. They're yeah. they're not exactly in, you know. There's not many. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, David told her also about his first murder. She told the police all about that. Um, he found that he preferred sex workers because they were again easy to take. People aren't gonna look for them. Blah blah blah. Bullshit. He also had a type of woman that he preferred. Um, he wouldn't just abduct, like, anybody. Like, he had his type. Which wasn't Cindy Hindi, by the way. Cindy Hindi was not his go-to type. Don't know why. Like, he preferred Asian or Latino women. Well, and he know. liked big boobs. 
They bonded on, you know, a the deeper sadism, yeah. level. Yeah. <laughs> they have bonded on Yeah, exactly. Cindy is blonde and plain. Like, she's just, she's, she's so average. She's, she's not. beige. Yeah. But she's buff, right? She can, like, she's bench, buff. like, 250. You hear that, Cindy? We're just straight up dragging squats. you right now. Right? <laughs> <laughs> um, he told Cindy that he killed over 30 people in 40 years. 18 of them happened in Sierra County. There could be bodies in Texas, Arizona, Alaska. Like, he was a drifter at one point, so there could be bodies anywhere. Like, drifters are the worst type because you don't... They don't seem connected. Yeah, they seem random. Plus, you knew where to hide bodies. Cindy told police that he was very meticulous in making sure that there were no ties to any victims. Like I said, he would wash them, remove any, like, identifiable jewelry, clothing, anything, like, anything with, like, names or whatever to help them not be identified. That's the 401 items. Um, at the end of their stay, like I said, they'd be washed, scrubbed. Um, they, uh, would be given a cocktail of sodium pentanol and phenobarbital to induce basically amnesia so Uh, they would forget everything that happened for like up to multiple days the entire time they were there he would make sure that they would forget it some some people up to three months if they were there too long i'm assuming those were the ones that he killed yeah. yeah um so quote from the audio tape real quick oh no I get off on mind games. After we get completely through with you, you're going to be drugged up real heavy with a combination of sodium pentanol and phenobarbital. They are both hypnotic hypnotic drugs that will make you extremely susceptible to hypnosis, audio hypnosis, and hypnotic suggestion. You're going to be kept drugged a couple of days while I play with your mind. By the time I get through brainwashing you, you're not going to remember a fucking thing about this little adventure. End quote. Where did he learn these things? Jeez. Like legitimate snuff material Jeez. that yeah. you got at a young age and the you dark know, corners being of the world, man. Like, <laughs> just like compounded a lot of a lot of things. Over Plus, the I'm years. sure he knew, like, he had contacts with other like dark twisted people yeah. that he would sell shit to yes. that might know. Yeah, and, oh. you know, give him tips, I guess. So, uh, it's literally impossible to know just how many victims. And he was in the military. Who knows what he could have accidentally heard. Yeah. Or just gotten buddy-buddy with someone that worked in a division that did something like that. Like, mm-hmm. There talk. were hundreds of tapes of victims, as well as photographs. Um, clearly, the news went wild over this. The coverage actually led to a woman coming forward named Angelica Montano. She was a former resident of Truth or Consequences. She hung around the same places as Cindy. On Wednesday, February 17th, 1999, um, Cindy and Angelica were hanging out at the bar. Cindy invited her back to the house. So, like, you're hanging out with your girlfriend. Like, she's like, hey, come back to my house. Sure, (coughs) great. Come to find out when you get there. She is ambushed, chained up, and was kept for days. She mm. said that Cindy helped Ray the entire time. She was not a victim. Oh. Um, she was kept for a total of four days, repeatedly raped and beat. She told them, like, she was begging for her life. She told them that she had a young child. Um, David didn't give a shit about it, but Cindy started to kind of soften a little bit, and she ended up actually convincing Ray to just drop her off somewhere. Um... She wanted to just go to her mom, so she ended up hitchhiking, which I don't know how you hitchhike after all that. Like, I would not trust anybody. She was actually picked up by an off-duty police officer. She told him the whole story. He thought it was crazy and made up, so he didn't even follow up on it. Ugh. We gotta love our Dude, justice system. Honestly, if somebody came to me with a story like that, I would just be intrigued. Not in like yeah. you know a bad way, but just be like, I really want to follow up and make sure this is yeah. real. Yeah, yeah. Plus, because... it's a fucking job. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like at this point, with all these different crazy <clears throat> murders that have 
like murders that yeah, have happened. Dahmer's already come out, I believe, and like Ted Bundy and shit. Like, yeah. you've already have all these They're, things happening. Like, Ted yeah. Bundy was in the seventies. Their job yeah. is yeah. the what if. This is all very plausible stuff. Like, this is all. You don't want to believe it, but your job as a police officer is to be like, I have to investigate this. Yeah, no, definitely. Like, dig, dig into that. Hit that Scooby Doo um, mystery with full force. Like. So, from these videos, um, no one was really able to be identified except for one woman. There was a tattoo on one woman on her, I believe it was her calf, um, of a swan tattoo. It was very distinct. So, they enhanced it and released it to the media to try to figure out who it was. A young woman named Kelly Van Cleef came forward, um... She's also goes by like Kelly Garrett. Um, I believe I can't remember which one, but she ended up getting married at one point, so her name changed. Okay. Um, good, she good recognized her own tattoo, and she was missing three days of time in her life that she oh, could not know what happened. No, like okay, that's how when strong... she was in Elephant yeah. Butte. Yeah. yeah, that's how strong these drugs are. Yeah, yeah. It's complete. Yeah. There's no like haziness. There's no like she. Suffered severe depression and anxiety and nightmares following those three days, but she had no idea. Like, she could not explain what happened. She just knew that all of a sudden she had, like, these issues. That's terrible. That is an awful thing. Um, yeah, probably, like, just... subconscious trauma, like, that yeah. you're yeah. not even yeah. aware of. Just, like, just even talking about that gives me anxiety. I mean, just yeah. having pain from something that you have no idea why you have pain. Oh. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, what the fuck happened to me? Obviously, something. So, what happened to her? Summer of 1996, Kelly was a regular at a bar called Raymond's Lounge in nearby town. True with the consequences. Um... Is this not a movie yet? Is there not a movie called Truth or Consequences? (laughs) It's a Doctor (laughs) Who episode, man. Yeah. Now we know where they went. Much more abnormal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kelly was having a hard time in a new marriage, and she was close friends with one Jesse Ray. One night after a fight with her husband, she went to the bar to drink and vet with Jesse. She had one beer, but like pretty soon after, she began to feel kind of uneasy and disoriented. Clearly so, drugged. Clearly drugged. Um, she decided that she needed to go home, but her ride to the bar had already left, so. Jesse, being a good friend, offered her a place to stay at her father's. I would never be like, yeah, let me stay at your father's. And also, like, the second my ride is wanting to leave, I'm dipping too, like... Yeah, but she thought she had a friend there. Jesse Ray. You don't expect your best, like, one of your friends to be... Yeah, Yeah, in this situation and the previous one that you just mentioned, both him and Cindy Handy... Are are like gaining the trust of people prior yeah. to yeah. snatching them up. So it's yeah, no they're sir. gaining the trust of these people. No yeah. I don't like it. So to some degree, Kelly would be held at knife point, bound, and introduced to the toy box. Three days later, David himself dropped her off at her in-laws, saying that he just found her wandering a decent. Uh, the beach. What the she was fuck? disoriented. Um, her family was fuming and assumed that she was just off on a drug binge. Her husband annulled the marriage, blaming her. Oh my Holy god! Shit. His god. mother, like him and his mother, laid into her, saying how she was very irres- irresponsible for just leaving for three days. I hope they feel like that's pieces of shit. Right? Yeah. That <coughs> She was confused and missing. Three days, and you have these people that you're oh. supposed to love and trust. Like, Dude, I can't you. imagine. Like, I can't. She was oh. bleeding and had injuries that she didn't know how she got. So she packed up her few belongings and left. Um, three years later, she was living in Colorado, remarried, but like still obviously suffering. She had nightmares, bouts of depression. Um, she had issues with intimacy with her new husband. Um, she wouldn't even let him see her naked. Through counseling, she was able to kind of piece those days together, but not really until she saw the footage of what happened to her. Because she eventually, she was like, "I want to see what happened." So she watched the video. I give I I give it up for the guy though for like being a rock for her in that time. Hopefully, I hope. Hopefully, five minutes from now, you don't tell me some stuff where it just gets even worse. 
as has been this whole story. Oh, I bet, I bet it does. <sighs> but like, it's it's good that she had somebody there for her. Meg like, builds us up, then knocks us the fuck down. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, my job. So that's it with Kelly. That like that. Oh, that's, okay. that's oh, it with God. her. So, oh, um, another reason as to how they knew that David has probably killed anywhere from forty to sixty people is because he kept detailed diaries. He kept diaries of records of his crime, which held dates, times, locations of kidnappings, victims with detailed descriptions of torture and what happened to them during their stay. He wouldn't write names or anything, but like he kept details. He would write if they were turned loose or killed, but he never wrote where the bodies were dumped. Hmm. He was smart. He um, was a mechanic, so he built things. No bodies have ever been found to this date, 2020. Wow. Not a single person, not a single corpse has been found and at least tied to him. I mean, he he sounds very methodical. He sounds very, like, he definitely knows what he's doing. And yeah. he knows how to do it in, a, like, a proficient way. Like, it's, it, it, it's not a surprise that the bodies haven't been found with this guy. And even having seen his picture... <laughs> And him just being, like, kind of normal, like, you know, if you, you wander through, like, middle of Missouri, like, sort of looking guy that, you know, watches Del Earnhardt. Specifically. You know, all through the 90s. That's what there. he looks like. And I'm not judging. I'm just saying, like, that's what he looks like. Like, yeah. I've ran across yeah. that type of guy. He's many, a many fucking times. asshole. Describe him however you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, he's I mean, definitely a piece of shit. But, like, I'm just saying, like, oh, man. Like, you wouldn't expect that from that guy. And. If it uh, makes you feel better, he's dead now. Oh, okay, good. Cool. Oh, I was yeah. really hoping that's where this story ended. So he went He went to jail, right? You'll nope. find out. Okay. Oh, there's more! There's, oh, no, there's more! Wait, there's more! I'm on page five of eight. Let's go. Okay. Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> Sorry. So, oh, no. He, um, he told Cindy at one point that he was dumping a body. He threw it into a ravine, tossed dirt over it. Then he got home and decided he wanted to keep the skull for a trophy. But when he went back, there was a big dog on the quote-unquote grave, so he took it as a sign to just leave. That was just the story that she told police, and it was really specific, so... <laughs> yeah. So she was probably there every step of the way. And yeah, at yeah, least so for the eight months that she was she with was. him. Omens and all. The yeah. Omens, um... As I said, he, like, made things, he repurposed <clears throat> stuff to make tools, um, he used all of his smarts for, like, evil. The leg spreader that he had, he made it so that when women would try to close their knees, spikes would impale them. What? He also had made a Freddy Krueger-style glove that he named Freddy Krueger Glove. Oh. Glove with blades on the fingers. Um, Two out of ten for creativity on that one. Oh, here's the the one with the nails. He made a sex toy out of PVC pipe. It's huge. It's marked to the inches. Like, every inch it's marked. Um, and it has nails melted into the pipe so that it would tear no. insides and outsides up. No. What are you doing? No. I, I wanted to call my mom tomorrow. And, like, I can't even, like... <laughs> <laughs> to, like, have a co- <sighs> this is what I had Jesus. told to me last like, night. <laughs> it's like, how was your day? Well, <laughs> let me tell you about PVC pipe. <laughs> and nails. Um, so, this next, I know this all is, like, horrible, but, like, hold on. Yeah, we just gotta get Oh, no, yeah, just keep it going. Um, <laughs> I so, love this. Also in the transcript... <laughs> Part of the audio explains to the women that one thing he liked to do was hold parties and bring his sex slaves out. He would put them in that contraption that forcibly bends them over. I don't even want to say this, but, like, I need to because it's, like, it just shows how horrible a person he is. Um, Please. He would spray them with breeding spray and then bring his German shepherd out to rape them. Oh my oh, god. Oh no! <laughs> like, I feel sick just saying that. Like, oh, I just, I can't. What really the go. fuck, dude? Fuck. Oh. Yep. Where do we go from here? <laughs> Down. Forward. South. I can't look any of you in the eyes anymore. <laughs> <laughs> 
So, along oh. with the journals that he kept, he also had psychological forms, forms that contained, like, clinical information about these women, their weight, height, age, all that kind of stuff. He just loved to write stuff down. Like, he loved to, like, have all this information, don't know what he wanted it for, but it just, he He documented it. Yeah, he was studying. Um, Cindy said she was never present for a murder, but that she confessed to helping kidnap and torture some women. Bullshit. Bullshit. I call bullshit. (laughs) Um... Ray refused to talk, so police are starting, like, they really scramble for any details, so they're just trying to get as much information from all these women. Um, Ray's sister, Peggy, was not shocked at all. She referred to the stuff that she found. Um, She said that he even told her at 14 he couldn't have sex with anyone without hurting them, and she never said anything. Like, I don't know how so many, like, he tells so many people things, and nobody's like, maybe I should tell somebody about this. Suspect. This is questionable. Like, ugh. Um. I don't like it. Oh, no, sir. No, sir. Investigators wanted to try and use David Jr. to try and get a confession out of David Parker Ray. His son burst into tears, saying he didn't know if he could turn on his father. Because it's well, a hard, that's that's a hard to do. Yeah. Yeah, that's all you need uh, to know. Point, that kid's yes. already seen more yeah. than he should have. Yeah. That means that he has information that... Yeah. Oh. oh, and also in the journals, he would write the number of times he would torture them, marking them with, like, tallies. So, so we're talking, like, multiple times? Yeah. 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 Breakfast, lunch, and dinner sort of scenario. Um, in between TV breaks. Also... The <laughs> Lovensies. Also in the tapes... They were made in 1993, which was way before Cindy Hindi entered the fray. <laughs> um, in the tape, he mentions, quote, me and my lady have some weird hang-ups. <laughs> so he doesn't, he's, he doesn't have a girlfriend at this point. So it uh, can only be assumed that he's talking about possibly Jesse Ray. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, Jesse yep, Ray. Taking it back to that. So, Jesse Ray is arrested <laughs> as well. Um, April 6th, before officials, like, official charges are announced, Cindy's lawyer <laughs> offers the DA, um, like, if they reduce the charges, she would agree to testify against David. Um, she was, she just kept saying, like, she was just obsessed with him, and she just went along with it, no matter what. Yeah. Um, she claimed yeah. one month after she moved in, she helped abduct several women. Um, some were let go, but all the others were murdered. She knew that at least 14 girls were murdered in that eight-month time span. So, 14 women in an eight-month time span, and he's been doing this for years. And they've had parties. Like, that was another thing mm-hmm. from earlier. Like, yeah. they were having parties, so there was multiple people coming to these parties. Like, yeah, but, but they're obviously nobody. all Diva as well. Well, yeah, no, no, definitely. It's just, it's, uh, like, it doesn't actually end there. Like, I don't know how this ends, but, It's like like, a person, like, every other fucking week. Like, if you can throw a party with these things, then, like, it's it's not just, like, these few people that we're talking about right now. There's, like, an extension of people that are still out there probably doing the same exact thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, with Jeffrey Epstein, like, there's so many people in that, like, gross underground. It's a pyramid scheme of just awful things. He also told Cindy that he used the state park to also dispose of bodies. So you have the park, the lake, the... So thousands of acres of land and caves and, yeah, bears probably. Hey, boo-boo. So we've got... (laughs) My picnic basket. (laughs) So we've got Cindy, David, and Jesse all in custody. But wait... There's a fourth person. What? Surprise! We've got a Rory Yancey. Wait, who? Rory. Roy. Rory Yancey. Roy Yancey. Because of Rory, <laughs> when he was a teen, him and his group of friends, like, he grew up in Truth or Consequences, they had to cancel Halloween one year because of them, um, because they were killing cats and destroying tombstones. Oh my was, god. I knew it was gonna happen. It's, it's, at some point, it's the killing of the cats. Don't kill cats. Mm-hmm. So the police, like, track him down, um, and he, like, immediately confesses to what he did. But he says he was only involved in one 
murder and that he was forced to murder. That David Parker Ray forced him into it. Um, Doubtful. He says he was forced to murder one Marie Parker. Um, the two had been dating, like Roy and Marie. And he took her to a 4th of July party at David Parker Ray's house. Um, everybody was drunk. David ended up drugging Marie and forced, uh, Roy to go with him and drag her to the toy box. He heard rumors of the toy box, but had never seen it before. If you hear rumors of this, how are you not telling anybody? Dude, honestly, because one, it's either going to be a horribly awful sex dungeon of doom and torture, or it's going to be some, like, 80s disco club, like, that's super hopping and popping. Yeah. <laughs> but you should really use your senses to decide, yeah. to decide which one is which. So, apparently David held a gun to Roy and handed him a rope and told him to kill her. He said that he had to make a choice, and the choice he made haunts him forever. He ended up killing her. Then David drove Roy and Marie's body out to Monticello Canyon and buried her. David forced him to kill his girlfriend for literally no reason besides just because he could. Um, Roy agreed to lead to the burial site, but they didn't find anything. David had obviously gone back after to move the body because it was a liability. Mm-hmm. So... There's also another story of Roy and Jesse being friends, and um, they ended up befriending a man named Kenneth Lee Lane, who was a 43-year-old loner from Florida who was gay and had a steady supply of drugs. Um, Neighbors saw Roy and Jesse there a lot, um, and they saw them leave one day on New Year's in 1996, um, leaving with, like, devious smiles. It's unclear exactly what happened, but um, neighbors complained of like a foul smell and police found Kenneth's badly decomposed body in the front room. Splashes of blood were found everywhere. Pentagrams and black candles were everywhere. Kenneth was dead and um, his death was ended up ruled a suicide by metallic poisoning because they found a doorknob in his rectum and screws and bolts in his stomach. No charges have ever been filed for that murder. <laughs> because it was suicide. What? Cheesy. What? Was this just a little, like, like a little add-on? Was yep. this That was just a little side quest to the whole story. Yep. What? Oh, it just was something else that Roy's name and Jesse Ray's name was on, so I figured, you know, throw that in there. Just for flavor. Just for some flavor. Spice it up. So Taylor's like, I fucking hate this. <laughs> 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 My stomach hurts so bad. Oh, <laughs> it's it's not. You're like, not. You agree. <laughs> We're safe here. Yeah. Yes. Don't be on a podcast. It'll be fun. <laughs> At least y'all don't have an hour drive home in the dark. Oh my goodness gracious. Well, you guys are. Caravan, yeah. yeah. So, so <laughs> they they gather what they can, but with no bodies, first degree murder was going to be tough. They decide to have three separate trials. Um, David was apparently a charmer, so five months before the trial for the kidnap and torture and rape of Kelly, suddenly they get word that Roy Yancey changed his mind and refused to cooperate. Prison guards say that Rory received a note days before that said, quote, rats die in jail. Mm. Prosecutors were sure it was from David. Rory was terrified and ended up just pleading guilty to second degree murder and was sentenced to 30, 30 years in prison. So instead of testifying and getting a lesser sentence, he just went to jail for 30 years. Um, so now they just kind of have Cindy's testimony. In November of 1999, D.A. gets news that Cindy was recanting her confessions. When David learned that she was turning on him and would testify against him, he started to smuggle her love letters and, like, woo her in prison, and she just, she fell for it. So, as I said, she was obsessed with him. He even went so far as to get her tattooed on his arm. Mm. Um, so David got what he needed from her to recant 
her. Yeah, I'm curious. Too, I'm about to. I want to know what Cindy Handy looks like. That she thinks that <laughs> that David <laughs> is. Just... Cindy ends up getting 36 years in prison. Um, Kelly testified at her own trial um, and said that she didn't want David to get death, but she wanted him to suffer. His lawyers claim, David Parker's raised lawyers claim that it was just consensual BDSM. Like, even though there are videos showing women drugged and out of it and incoherent, it was just, it was all consensual. They said every woman had, like, agreed and was doing this for payment or drugs. After they were drugged. Some jurors ended up buying it. They came back deadlocked and two were holdouts thinking that it was actually consensual. So... Kelly's trial Idiots. was a mistrial. Fucking dumbasses. So yeah. Cynthia's case, Cynthia was coherent this entire time. So she had a like straight a solid, off no first-hand question encounter. in memory. Those and she wanted, shit. yeah, she wanted to make sure that this jury knew that she was not willing. Like she was in tears, she was crying. She yells at him at one point, calling him a bastard. Um, she calls him that right after she's shown the collar and chain because they produce that as evidence um before the jury broke david's lawyer stands up says that he wants to plea mm-hmm. david parker ray wants to plea so okay. jesse was just ray was about to stand trial and he wanted to plead to all remaining charges if jesse ray was released for time served they accept uh david parker ray is sentenced to 224 years Jesse Ray pleaded no contest, was sentenced to two and a half years plus five years per day probation. Um, so May 2002 is when like all the trials and stuff go on. He um, contacts the police and stuff saying that he would talk, like he would talk, he would tell them everything. Mm-hmm. But right as he is put into jail, like he's not even in jail for a full day, he slumps over and dies of a heart attack. What? Wait, what? So he what? he never, quote unquote, saw justice. No, Ugh. no, he just died from the stress. After, of yeah, it, after convincing much. and after sentencing and everything, they put him in jail. He just slumps over and dies of a heart attack. Oh my! Yeah, so he it, was never convicted for a single murder. He was only actually convicted for Cynthia's case. Um. <laughs> They theorized at the time he was guilty of at least 30 murders. Um, During a jailhouse interview in 2011 with Cindy, the estimate rose when she mentioned that he killed, he told her he killed at least one per year for the previous four years, beginning at the age of 14 or 15. Police searched the lake, they searched his property, and for years they never found, like, again, like, they never found a single body. Blue balled us with this case. They had countless evidence and could see the killings on some tapes, but like no victims could ever be identified. uh, What is he doing with the the, bodies? uh, Good lord down below, if you know what I mean, just decided that he needs to come early. Yeah. Yeah. Tuck him. That's that's the only way that I'm going to (laughs) seek solace. Nobody. Yeah, I'm just taking Drag me straight to hell. The toy box to this day is on an FBI field office in Albuquerque. And between all four assholes, including David Parker Ray, they served a combined total of 34 years. Are you kidding? Rory served served only 11 years. Jesse Ray served only two years. And Cindy Hindy served only 19. All three of these people are out to this day. What? Yeah, I, actually, I, I think saw that one of them. I want to say Roy might be um, in jail for something else now. I think, but all like they're Tried they all him. walked for this. They got out. Oh my goodness! So like, can we can we that, look them up on like a list on yeah. the internet? Like find well, out where they live. Well, maybe we should talk about that later. <laughs> <laughs> so oh my God. that's David Parker Ray in the toy box. God. And I, okay. Uh, I feel exponentially worse than I did uh, an hour ago, so... You're welcome. Welcome Thanks. to the party. I'm glad we're having family dinner this time. <laughs> <laughs> so, follow us on Instagram at Murder Library Podcast and on Facebook at True Crime Library. And we'll see you hopefully next week with something less sad. 
<laughs> but no. probably not. Probably yeah. not. Nah, nah. Don't get your hopes up. Yeah. People suck. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for joining us. Bye.